welcome back, everybody, to the brink. As it is a new year. Yes, happy new year. Happy 2020. Mm-hmm. And we are actually recording this about a month or so before this is even ever going to be released. We are sitting in an airport in Sydney. I am about a meter away from the entrance to a toilet, which is always fun. Uh, but um, we've had a interesting day. T- take us through our day so that when we listen to this in a month's time you remember just exactly what happened today because you're going to forget about this in about three hours anyway so we woke up at 3 20 to your alarm going off in the middle of the bed instead of on your bedside table because you fell asleep with it last night and then i didn't get up till like 4 15 um we got our taxi which was super early and then we got to the airport and we waited for an hour and a half and we got on a plane to auckland and then we got off the plane got our bag checked in our bag waited for two hours three hours it was about three i think but yeah three hours got on a plane headed to sydney got to sydney got off the plane got our bags went through customs and quarantine which like they didn't ask the shoe question what's the shoe question though when i first arrived in australia I think I flew, might have been Melbourne, it might have been Sydney, I don't remember to be honest, um, but they had like two separate forms that you fill out, maybe it's because we were coming from New Zealand, I don't know, but you had your like statement form that you always fill out when you go to a different country, but then there was also like a separate quarantine form, and one of the questions on it was like, have you been in any freshwater lakes or rivers lately? And I was like, well, I went swimming the other day. So I put yes. And then the guy looked at me and goes, oh, your shoes are clean. Like, what do you do at the lake? I was like, uh, like go for walks and swim. And Just like- to interrupt you. The only reason they did ask you that question is because you ticked yes in the box. Because you ticked no in the box that I have no need to ask you that question. That's true. Anyway, they didn't ask me that question. And my shoes are <coughs> more oh, disgusting hello. now than they were last time. Sorry for that random cough. That was very rude. Oh, hello. I don't know where this is coming from. Um, Well, they do probably see thousands of passengers every hour, so therefore they can't actually stop everyone. So, But have you enjoyed today? Not particularly. So, so far, the highlights for 2020 on this episode have been bad trips so far today. Why has it been bad, though? It hasn't been bad. I didn't say it was bad. I just don't really care for travel days. See, I, I like travel days just because I enjoy flying and everything. But I just want to get there. I just want to get there. Had you asked me a few hours ago, I would have been like, yeah, today's been good. But at this point, I'm just like, nah, it's, it's time to just be there. This snapshot in time, though, we're three days in, well, four days for you, of eating normally again. Shall you just share that experience with some people right now? What food have you been enjoying since you've been able to eat whatever you want? Mm, all the food. Sandwiches and sandwiches and some pasta and some chips and some oh we need to have like potato chips like not hot chips cold chips like normal could have eaten those ones you gave me last night um hot chips and chicken bits and a cheeseburger we had a cheeseburger today all all the good foods basically clearly really um but you, you you've, you've reacted i think a little bit better than i have i mean it's, i've been actually a lot better than i thought i would but like you're i think just, i've had a few headaches and a few squishy moments you're just way more in your head than i am which is not a new thing but um anyway it's been enjoyable but like you mentioned like about taste buds changing 
I mean, I I was craving Coke, so I had some Coke today, and I kind of had a few sips. I'm like, eh, this is okay. Mm. And then, like, coffee now, I'm not having any sugar in it, just with milk, and that's been fine. And, yeah, it's been decent. Um, you know, and, I like, I'm sat, we had barely anything, barely anything from McDonald's, and I think we actually did pretty decent with it and fairly satisfied for the day, so. Yes, until I ate, like, a whole bag of sour candy. <laughs> Which is just pure sugar, so. Uh, but this episode is going to be fun for 2020 because it's mainly just going to be us out on the road and doing things. We're going to hear from Mallory's mum, I think, for the very first time on this show. We, we said we were going to do that when I was in Victoria. We never did. Look at this girl coming this way, her outfit. Not the one in red, the one behind her. I was very much looking at the... Just um, just yeah, I see it now, but I wasn't looking at her. The other one was better to look at. Um, the Yeah, I think we were going to get her on last year, but we never did. But um, this time we will. Sam will be on the show. It's going to be fun. Um, give me one quick little highlight. This is just going to be a guess for this episode. We, we're obviously recording this at the very beginning of the trip. So, I mean, we could have Britney Spears on this episode. Who knows? We might bump into her at Fraser. Now, who knows? But what is going to be your highlight for this episode? Not the trip, episode. Is it hearing your mum on the show? I was going to say hearing my mum on the show, yep. We need to warm her up for being on the BMVH come 2020. So, yes. yes. Thank you, Mallory, for this introduction. You and I are going to record about Survivor in the airport. It's going to be exciting. But I appreciate your existence and sitting next to me in an airport. I wasn't listening. Never mind, neither is anyone else. Let's move on so nobody else can hear this either. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to The Brink. It's not really evening, it's afternoon, but uh, we're sitting at a, a place that we used to regular quite a fair bit back in the day with commentary and everything else. Blunson Arena, the beautiful ground in Tasmania, and joining me is a very familiar voice, very familiar face. He's the man that you know as the man of the man. It's Mr. Samuel Mann McCrossan. Hello, Samuel. Hello, Benjamin. Can you believe we're back here at our old stomping ground? How long have we been coming here for now? Nearly a decade. Didn't we first start coming here about 2011? I think probably the the inaugural Big Bash season, I believe, we came to a few games, didn't we? It was around that time, Ben, yeah. I, I, I remember coming here in 2012, definitely, and we were up in the media centre, which we can see from here. It's about 30 metres away, if that. And um, got a lot of good memories, this place. Very good memories. It's actually interesting. Last year was the first time I had not been to a Hurricanes game since I, I missed the very first Hurricanes game ever. And then I went to every single one since until last year. So um, it felt a bit weird not being able to come to any last year. But um, no, I'm with you. Very good memories between the Hurricanes games, the, the internationals. I think we went to at least one or two test matches. I think we even went to a Mercantile Mutual One Day or an ING Cup or whatever they were called, I believe, between New South Wales and Tasmania from memory. So we've seen a few here. I don't, did you ever come to a footy game with me here at all? Uh, yes, I think I did. I think I came with you and your father. And I think it was, well, it was North Melbourne, obviously. That was North Melbourne Richmond, was it not? Could have been, or North Melbourne St Kilda, one of those, something like that. Something like that, and we sat in the stand. Oh, we did. Oh no, that was that was North Melbourne, Melbourne. But you also came along with me to a Richmond one on a Saturday afternoon. Cause we were on the hill. Remember? You remember that one? We did. We've been here twice. Yeah, we have. No, I remember the Melbourne one absolutely. No, I forgot about that one until you just said that. But um, no, good memories. How, how have you been, Sam? This is uh, good for you to do this in person. We've done a couple of these this year. Well, I guess last year. By the time people are listening to this over Skype, but uh, you know, things going well. Things are going well, Ben. Yep. Take it easy. It's been a big year. I'm looking looking forward to next year. It's going to be exciting. A new decade, 2020. Do you think the 2020 Olympics are still happening here in Hobart? I don't think so as far as I'm aware, Ben, but I signed off from work 
I signed off from work today by declaring that I wasn't going to work another day this decade. Ah, right. So you took a stand. You said you'd had enough. Yes, yes. And I, I instructed the whole office not to work again. This We're on strike for the rest of the decade. Good call, good call. I think what we're going to hear a little bit later in this episode is that, um, at least at the time of recording this, we're about a week away from New Year's Eve and we're going to enjoy a, a, a New Year's Eve tradition, at least it was a few years ago, of going around to our friend Fifey's house and having some drinks and some beverages. I think maybe then we can talk about, you know, moment of the decade perhaps, I don't know, something like that. But um, it's been an interesting decade, the 2010s. I like that idea, Ben. Yeah. What favourite movie of the decade or something like that? See, see I've done that on uh, the Oz Network, download now via The Brink, but uh, I'd be interested to hear some of your thoughts on that too, actually. And just quickly on a side note, we've got a man in front of us wearing a Fremantle Dockers shirt and a gentleman walked past us with a Melbourne Renegades hat on. So um, Fremantle and Renegades supporters in the stadium, Sam. Not used to uh, seeing these types of people mixing together. No, well, that's right, Ben. Um, look, I'll, the bloke with the Fremantle top, I'll give him a pass today because it is purple. The Renegades top, or the Renegades hat, rather. Certainly not, Ben. He can get stuffed. He can get stuffed. Disgraceful. Now, the Renegades are the reigning champions. Uh, do you, how, how, are you, how do you like the Renegades? Uh, oh, look, no, they're pretty much second or third favourite team, I'd say, Ben. Relatively harmless. Yeah. Who do you, who who do you hate the most in the Big Bash? Uh, the Sydney Sixers. Oh, the Sixers. Why the Sixers? Don't like pink. I don't like pink. Hate that colour. Ridiculous. And uh, they just I don't know. They're just slime balls. See, to me that's the Scorchers. To me the Scorchers are the Hawthorn of the Big Bash. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm up. Well, they're probably my second least favourite because I think generally. Um, I don't like Western Australian sports teams, and if I if I may say something controversial, please do. Um, Western Australian sports fans are despicable, disgusting people. They're they're nasty, nasty pieces of work. Very good call, Samuel McCross, and great call. The only the only Western Australian sports team I can stomach are the Dockers. That's it. The rest of them get stuffed. No, I'm not down with the Dockers. Sorry, man, not down with the Dockers at all. Still down with the Dockers. Dockers are my number two, although Suns are very close number three. I, I'm a bit of a Suns apologist, so I feel bad for them. Uh, but I'm looking forward to this, Samuel. Do uh, you think the Hurricanes are going to win? Um, well, they didn't play very well on Sunday, Ben, so I've got not much confidence that they're going to win, but I'm hopeful. Who's this little Afghani player? We like him. So I keep thinking he's O.R. Shah, but that's not the guy, that, that's that dud Englishman that no one likes. No, well, Case Ahmed... Right, completely different name, nowhere near. I like him, Ben, though he was not much chop on... Uh, not one of the worst, but not much chop on Sunday afternoon. Is he the new Rana? No, no, he's... He's not necessarily a cult figure, this guy. He's just... He's a better player. Who, who's the English guy that we lost? He's playing for England now. I keep forgetting his name. Uh, Joffre. Uh, Joffre. Yeah, unfortunately he's not coming back. I don't think we'll ever see him again. See, he was a bit of a find when we had him, though, wasn't he? Because he kind of went on to big things come the uh, the Ashes this year. Uh, well, he certainly did, Ben. And um, unfortunately he was too good because I don't think we'll ever see him playing for the Hurricanes again. He's too good. All right, well, let's hope we can get something coming up here. Go the Hurricanes. It's a top five now, not a top four. So, you know, it's not as important to win everything, but... Um, Go, go, you good thing. Go, you Hurricanes. Yeah, go, Hurricanes. Come on. Go, 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 go. 
Hello, everybody, and happy Merry Christmas New Year from the household of everybody's favourite cult and supporter, me, and everyone's I'm second favourite. <laughs> Whoa, so, the language. so not cool, Ben. Welcome back, James Fifalicious. Oh, that's very kind of you, Ben. How, how are <laughs> you? How are you this evening, James Fifalicious? Very good, very good. We are recording this on the last night that we will ever experience of the 2010s. And we're going to reflect on the life and times of the 2010s. James, right now, what was your favourite year of the 2010s? Go. The fa- favourite year of the 2010s? Yes. Oh, 2010s. Um, um, Don't seem too hard. Just give me a number. No, uh, no I want to... Time's up. Sam, what was your favourite year? 2013 was a great year for me, Ben. Why was 2013... Well, I'm going to drop that there. Why was 20... Oh, shit. I keep dropping the phone. My goodness, Ben, what are you doing? Uh, 2013. Why 2013. <laughs> Uh, to work at the planning commission in the in the city, I loved that, and it's a good year. Loved it. It was fun. I should also mention, welcome back to the show, Sam. Hello. Oh, well, thank you for having me, Ben. Is that because you were happy to see Sebastian Vettel win his fourth world championship? Oh, I wasn't unpleased with that. What about Hawthorne win their whatever premiership it was they won that year? Okay, well that was disappointing. Were you disappointed to see? Other things happened that I don't even know who won the NRL premiership that year. I think that might have been the Sydney Roosters might have won that year. The Roosters? Roosters. Gee whiz, boy, oh boy, where are we? Who is your team in the NRL? I <laughs> uh, go for the Melbourne Storm. I thought you were about to say the new Norfolk Roosters. Oh, the Roosters. No. <laughs> Mallory is here too. I don't know if she's going to come down and say hello. Hello, Mallory. This is the listeners. listeners you're you're being quite. Wow, Fifey's being really burnt. What? Stop dropping the phone, Ben. I've only had one beer. Um, what was your favourite year of the 2010s, except for the year that you met me, 2017? Which was your favourite year? Um, wait, 2015. And what was so good about 2015? I turned legal drinking age. No, you didn't. You were not. Oh no, nineteen. You're sorry. I'm thinking twenty-one. You're not American. That's awkward. Um, no, I did my math correctly. Thank you. But did you drink before you turned legal drinking age? Not like drink, drink. Uh, well. But you don't even drink now. You're still on your first cider. I'm like not even halfway. I've I've seen her like drunk once since we've been together. The first night we were together. No, I was thinking this year when we got drunk with those two people. Oh, yes. Yes. I did drink a lot of yes. <laughs> um, okay. Well, that's exciting. How are we feeling tonight, everybody, about our festivities? Uh, Sam, I'll ask you. Good. Good. I'm feeling good about it, Ben. We've um, we went to the supermarket. <laughs> it's very. It's a very big deal. Oh. Went to Coles supermarket. We got some. Um, it's been a big one. Uh, we got some hamburgers and some dongs. Oh. I mean, some um, sausages and uh, some bread. Actually, we didn't. We came. Fifey already had the bread. Yeah. Um, we got some yeah, ice creams oh, and some sauce. Yep. A couple oh. of bags of chips. Very fine choice by you, I have to say, to get the barbecue sauce chips. Very nice. Came back here, um, cooked up a storm on the stove, cooked all the hamburgers and dongs, sausages, I mean. And... Like that. Yeah, um, we had cheese and sausage. Um, I, I mean hamburgers and sausage. <laughs> I just, I just want to point out that um, Sam has had the most drinks out of all of us, but he's only had two, so um, he needs a few more into you, I think. Yeah, no, get around it, get into it. I'm, I'm looking forward to recording when we're walking on the bike track later on and saying hello to everybody when we've had a few bits more to drink. 
No, I'll be down with that. Um, and we cooked them all up, cooked some onions and had hamburgers. Um, Ben's having a nice apple juice and we're about to get into our ice cream. Get into it. Yeah. I am going to have more to drink. I just I feel like something sweet at the moment. But um, I do like a nice apple juice. I can't drink apple juice on keto. This is a rare thing for me right now. Very nice. I don't mind a bit of apple juice sometimes. Do you like a sip of my apple juice? Then? No, I think it'll be fine. If I'm down, because I might just get my own cup. Oh, jeez, well, you're a rebel, aren't you? Well, you know how much I like cupping. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> juice in the cup. Sam, Sam is the Stewie Lipscomb of tonight, isn't he? Um, Mallory, come sit next to me for a second while Fifey's over there. Let's let's hear the voice of the co-host and the the former and the current co-host sitting here. You've spilt your apple juice. No, I haven't. Yes, you have, unless you peed on your... Probably sauce. <laughs> no, it's definitely juice-like and here. It's juice-like. <laughs> or pee-like. How have you found tonight's festivities so far? Good, good. Good, I good. Good, good. good. Um, your other... Op- oh, that's me. The other option was you were going to hang out with your mother and my father and said you decided to come here. I did. Uh, how's that decision going in your head? Are you regretting it? No. No? 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 What's been your highlight of the evening after all those great things that are... Uh, that Sam mentioned between the uh, getting the hamburgers and cooking up. Because so, you're watching the cricket right now, and I know you're loving that. Definitely the cricket, yes. Who are you rooting for between the Sydney Thunder and the Adelaide Strikers? Adelaide, but I know that's the wrong answer. Look, I honestly don't mind the Adelaide Strikers. I feel like I was being a little bit mean before, but um, look, the Sydney Thunder have got a nice colour. They've got a nice uh, hue of light green. Yep. Yes. Are uh, you looking forward to seeing some fireworks tonight since we missed fireworks last year in Invergiggle? No. Yes. Maybe. All of the above. All of the above. Did you have some apple juice, Sam? <laughs> I did have a bit of apple juice and some chocolate. And a chocolate. Uh, yeah, say something funny. Funny. Vancouver Canucks. No. We beat you. We beat you. Um... Anyway, uh, look, we might do some more recordings. I don't know what else to ask you, Sam. We might talk about the decade later on. You can give me some thoughts on other best highlights of the decade. Could do. What yes. Was, what was your sporting highlight of the decade? I'll put you on the oh, spot. Look, Ben, I've got 12 pounds of uh, highlights. 12 pounds of highlights. <laughs> yes. You're a dirty bird, Samuel McCrossan. Dirty bird? What's that? It's a bird that's dirty. Oh, I don't know what you mean, Ben. <laughs> What's your sporting highlight of the decade, James Fife? The decade. Um, I... Actually, watching the um, uh, the golf the other day on the free to air. The um, you watched the golf the other day, and that was your highlight. The highlight was um, uh, watching the golf. Just seeing Tiger Woods again. Seeing like, Tiger Woods. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're a bit of a Tiger man, are you, James? <laughs> Raw. You like? Do you think Tiger Woods has a big dong? <clears throat> uh, I reckon it shriveled after that bloody sex crap. I don't know what that. Okay. Work. Wow, I, good joke for you. I love to hear a good joke. It's about the Tiger Woods thing. Please tell me. Scandal. Because, um, you know, it was the Christmas time that happened. Um, it, it was Christmas time. <clears> well, the happened. joke going around was, what's the difference between t- Santa Claus and Tiger Woods? Tiger Woods, Santa Claus only comes once a year? <laughs> no, but that's good. But <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Get in the white. <laughs> um, no, um, Santa Claus stops after three hoes. <laughs> I think my punchline was better if you asked, like... You tried, James, but... Um, oh, that's, that's my James. My, mine was a James Bond reference. Was it funny? Or? Oh, look, uh, there was a slight giggle there. Not quite a... I don't think a bit of wee came out, but um, Sam got the James Bond reference there, didn't you? 
I did get the, the, the Christmas only comes once a year. No, and I the world is not enough. A James Bond movie. Ah, uh, no, I didn't get that. Sorry. Oh, God, you're all Mallory got that, didn't you? She's giving me a look. All right, we're going to end this segment. We're going to come back later, walking on the bike track and doing other things because that's life. Welcome back to the MCG or the Adelaide Oval or the Gabba, the Wacker or the Adelaide Oval or the MCG. It doesn't matter where we are. Down under in Australia this summer. Because when it's summer in Australia, Australia. <laughs> if you don't like cricket, I can tell you it's a real bummer. That's because cricket is the number one game in town. Yo. Just ask anyone around. Yo. Yo, boys, from Bondi in the east across to Bunbury in the west to Darwin to the Dandenongs, wherever, wherever your, your address, address might be. be. You can see me on, on the, the TV. TV. Well, not, not just me, but the commentary, commentary team. Not my boys, if you know what I mean. I thought captaining Australia was a pretty tough job. But I can tell you, it's absolutely <laughs> nothing, nothing compared to looking after this mob. Let's, Let's see, see, there's Bill and Tony, Monty Rich, Monty Roll. There's Greg and Ian. Yes, Monty Rich. And a special guest, Tony C. And of course, there's me, and we say, dun, 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 dun. What a marvellous stroke. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, what a marvellous crowd. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, it's a marvellous ball. The Victorians. <laughs> yes, welcome back to the brink. Um, a bit of a shout out to our 12th man followers. Um, we had him on this decade, Billy Birmingham. Really? We did. Didn't know that. I interviewed him 2012. Wow. Wow. Yes. Very good. Funny. We are, he's a hilarious man. We are currently doing the part that I was looking forward to the most of this night. That yeah. is walking along the bike track to the city to witness the fireworks. It's going to be good, Ben. I was just thinking just then how many years ago we first started doing this. I think it was probably about the time Fife moved in here, which he said earlier tonight was 2012. That's true, but I, this is probably only the third time I've ever done it because I think I came in 2016, then it would have been 2017, and then I was in New Zealand last year, and now I'm here. That's right. So I think we missed last year. Oh, because well, I wasn't here as a memorial year. Oh. That's right. We didn't do it last year. We went, went to uh, our mate Stewie Campbell's house on the eastern shore last year. But, um, yes, this will, I think this will be sixth year we've done it, and each time we've walked in to town, along the bike track to see the fireworks. Yep. And it is a very good tradition, but I fear this tradition could be ending here tonight. I think this could be the last hurrah. Of the decade and of life, and I'm just going to quickly ask Mallory. Hello, Mallory. Hello. How are you finding this tradition so far? Cold. Cold. You're wearing a scrotus jacket? I am. What's, who's your favourite scrotus driver? Kimmy Räikkönen. Kimmy. <coughs> I like Kimmy. <laughs> Homer Simpson just walked by. <laughs> Dave Homer. Doll. Um, yes, Kimmy Räikkönen drove for Lotus. Good to know. Sam and I saw him win the Australian Grand Prix in 2013 in a really? Lotus. A race that Adrian Sutil nearly, very nearly won. That's right. He did very well that day, Adrian Sutil, on his return to Formula 1. The piano-playing German. Was. Yeah, good year that, 2013. A, I said earlier on that was a good year for me. I enjoyed that one. Now, now I, I want us to do a bit of a, a review of some of the things of the decade. We talked mm-hmm. about this earlier. Now, um, let's get get over away with some Mallory can fall asleep for the next five minutes. Sport. sport now, yep. I, I did a list in my blog of the top ten sporting moments of the decade. What would be some of your moments of the decade? I'm guessing the 2011 AFL Grand Final would be one of them. That was that was massive, Ben. Twenty eleven Grand Final. That would probably be moment of the decade. But um, 
Other AFL moments of the decade. Oh, well, it's the Bulldogs winning the grand final. I think that was a pretty big deal. There's a rat running towards us. It's a rat. That is a rat. Um, that is too big to be a mouse. That is a rat. Hey, Stephen Milne. Oh, <laughs> um, is that your moment of the decade, Mallory? Seeing a rat run towards you on the bike track in Hobart? A little bit, yes. <laughs> um, so the AFL, uh, the AFL moments? Gary Ablett? Gary Ablett returning to Geelong, that was a big deal. That was, yeah, that was just, that was almost like, for me, that was almost like winning a grand final. I remember I was out on my bike that day, the news came through that he'd come back. It was amazing, Ben. Absolutely amazing. Did, did, did a little bit of wee come out? A little bit of poo came out. Did it come down a water slide? <laughs> we just watched the Inbetweeners movie number two. That was quite funny. Um, what about outside AFL? Your Formula One moment of the decade? Oh, that's a good one. Good question. Formula One moment of the decade. Oh, Ricardo winning his first race. Canada oh, 2014. Yeah, that was a big deal. And all the other races he's won. Even more so than our man... Well, I guess Weber won his first one in 2009, didn't he? Yeah, he did, yeah. Um, I've seen Weber win the Monaco Grand Prix twice. That was awesome. That was great. 2010 was pretty good because he probably should have won that championship, Mark Weber. Um, he had a very good shot that year and it was very sad that he came very close but didn't win it. It was his big chance. It would have been amazing, amazing sporting story if he'd won it. That could have been the moment of the decade, I reckon, if Weber had won the 2010 World Championship. I reckon it would have for us to see an Aussie win the World Championship. That would well, be amazing. Look, I love seeing Ricardo win, don't get me wrong, but to me, Weber's was more of a moment, even though it was 2009, just because I'd watched Formula 1 for so long without an Australian. So I remember when Weber got signed in 2002, that was like, wow, we've got an Australian, I don't know what to do. Yeah, that was and then, because he went through so much, and then when he... I remember that German Grand Prix, because we had it, um, I think it was like an hour delay in Hobart, so we didn't actually get it live. Mm. And I... Because he... What did he... Like, he stuffed up at the start, he got a penalty, and then he had to fight his way back, and... Oh, God, that was one of the most tension-filled races I've ever had to watch, because, you know, it's like, oh, my God, we're going to win a Grand Prix! Yeah, that, that was that was un- unreal. So, um, Stroll getting a podium, Azerbaijan, 2017. Yeah. <laughs> Emotional moment for Canadians. Yes. I just had to check there with her. Yeah, my little man Verstappen coming in. Yeah, oh, you like little Max. You don't like Maxie, do you? No, not particularly. Um, Sorry, and look, I... Look, seeing Schumacher come... Seeing Schumacher, my Formula 1 moment of the decade, European Grand Prix 2012. Ah, uh, yes. Schumacher coming back. That was a big deal in F1 as well. Some of the most amazing races. There was a couple of good ones this year. Yeah, 2019 German Grand Prix was pretty good. Yes. My, my race of the decade, I did this list actually, 2011 Canadian Grand Prix. Uh, yeah, 2011? Yep, that was the year Button did about 58 pit stops and uh, crashed. Not 2012? No, it's 2011. Was it? Yep. Okay, yeah, no, that one was brilliant, no doubt about that. Um, otherwise, um, the 2018 Azerbaijan Grand Prix. No, sorry. 2017. Sorry, 2017. Yep, no, that was Then nothing. Ricardo winning. That was, a, that was an incredible race. Yep. Uh, I'm just trying to scratch my, scratch my brain uh, and work out which were the other good ones. Um, Bit of a snooze fest, some of the rest of the... The ones I remember in my top ten, I had um, 2010 Korean Grand Prix, just because it was a bit unpredictable, even though like we lost Weber and that um 2012 brazilian grand prix was a good race 
Um, the 2012 Spanish Grand Prix, just because of who freaking won that race with Maldonado. Yeah. Um, the Jewel in the Desert 2014 Bahrain Grand Prix was pretty exciting. Because we didn't really know what we were getting with the Mercedes in that year. So I think when that was fresh and new, that was pretty exciting. But, yeah. you know, but the, I mean, the latter half of the, the decade really didn't bring too much to us, did it? No, probably not. Rosberg winning the championship in 2016, that, that's the year that really stands out for me from the decade. I think that was amazing. Seeing him win that championship, beating Hamilton. Yeah, that's the that's that's one of the one That 2016 and t- 2009, they're the two championships that really stick out for me. As, Even buttons. Uh, the really amazing results, yeah. yeah. See, I think the thing about this decade in Formula 1 is that because it's so fresh with all the dominance and the crap that we've put up in the second half, we forget about how actually exciting some of the first half of the year. 2010 was one of the most unique seasons I've ever seen just because of how many championship leaders we had. We had four drivers who could win it in the last race and Vettel winning it basically after not leading it all year. That was pretty incredible. And 2012, having, what, eight different winners in eight rounds in the beginning and that was, I mean, Alonso, I don't like the guy, but the fact that he could do what he did in that car Mm. and nearly win a championship, yeah, pretty good. But, um, yeah, no, it's only three world champions this decade. It wasn't... I mean, I've watched three decades worth of Formula One. The worst I've probably seen in my three decades of watching it live. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I think. What about cricket, Ben? I think I think there's been some good highlights there. You're probably going to be more on the ball with that one than me, because I sort of waned on cricket this decade. But look, I enjoyed seeing the Hurricanes play in two Big Bash finals. It was a bit sad that we didn't win one. I enjoyed the rise of the Big Bash. I found that yeah. quite exciting. Um, 2015 World Cup final. I enjoyed the World Cup in 2015 being in Australia and getting to go see a couple of games. Um, and was it 20... What year did we win the Ashes 5-zip, the last one we in Australia? Was that 2016, 17? Uh, that was, uh, well, twice. We did, so, yeah. Yeah, so I started in 2013, 2014 season. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, then, what, four years later, out in Australia. But then to... Re- have Tim Payne captaining the winning mm. Ashes team in England. Um, Tim Payne in general, that's that's a great story. That is a great story, yeah, from rags to riches. Yeah, that was that. that's great. Love that story. And Tazzy won the Shield twice or once? Um, won it 2013. I remember that. That's when we were in Malaysia, wasn't it? It was, yeah. They cleaned, cleaned up Victoria from memory. Uh, what about you? I, I don't really have much else to add on cricket. I don't know if you had anything else to add. No, not really. Uh, just other random ones, because Mallory, I want to get Mallory involved here, and she's hating the sport. But um, other ones that I know in my top ten sporting moments, obviously the Raptors winning the championship this year was pretty amazing from you know that perspective. I love that. Uh, Germany winning the World Cup in 2014, that was great. Um, I also thoroughly enjoyed Canada winning the gold medal in 2010 in Vancouver. Sidney Crosby with his overtime winner. Um, yeah, just some random little other... Uh, Cronulla winning the 2016 NRL Grand Final. I was lucky enough to be there to see that. That was fantastic. Um, what are some other random ones that you enjoyed? Oh, yeah, I can think of a few. Um, Chaz Mostert and Paul Morris winning the 2014 um, Bathurst 1000. Bathurst. That was absolutely incredible. Um, Roger Penske coming into supercars as well. Love that. Seeing Ford win a couple of championships, 2018, 2019, loved it. 
Um, IndyCar, there's been some good ones. Will Power oh, winning Will the Power. championship in and the 2013. Won Indy 500 in 2018, which is amazing. And didn't get the credit in Australia that he deserves. Agree with that. Uh, Dan Weldon winning the Indy 500 in 2011 was unbelievable. Um, when J.R. Hudelbrand crashed in the final corner. I remember that one. Leading the race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sadly Weldon got killed five months later. Mm. Um, and also Alexander Rossi winning the 2016 Indy 500. Our man. Was just unbelievable. Special highlight has to go out to 2013 Malaysia Grand Prix where you and I with the media stuff. We were lucky to do that, and I also got to do that in 2010 in Australia and got to interview Schumacher. So a um, couple of fun moments there. That yeah, that that was that was brilliant. Yeah, but if I was, yeah, golly, just going through all those moments then. Mm. If I was to pick one moment that was just like stunning, unbelievable, I just can't believe that happened. It'd probably be Rossi winning the Indy 500 2016. Rookie, right? Yeah, rookie. Yeah. Crazy. Unreal. One thing moment I'll add, which I should have added in my top ten, but it's up there. Nathan Walker becoming the first Australian ever to be drafted into the NHL. That You talk about things not really getting the credit in Australia that it deserves. To have an Australian make the highest peak of ice hockey, um, that deserves a lot of credit. So Yeah, yeah. well, actually, I'd never heard of that. Mm. I'd ne- never even heard of that. That's but- a problem. Yeah, well, that's right. And by the way, um, one one thing I missed was Takuma Sato winning oh. the Indy 500 as well, 2017. Takuma. Who would have ever thought it? Anyway, yes. Um, Mallory's asleep, walking to the left of us here. Um, other things, you got married this decade, you had some children this decade, pretty big personally for you. That's right, married 2010, Hillary born 2011, Hazel born 2016. Is that it now? Any kids in the 2020s? No, there will be no more children in the 2020s, unfortunately. All right. Mallory, yourself, uh, <laughs> how many children and marriages did you have? No children, no marriages this decade. Oh, well, this time next year you can talk about that. That's true. I technically got engaged twice, um, but there's only one that matters. Uh, oh, you're thinking it's you. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's been... It's weird to think that it's another decade, because I remember when the 2000... I remember 1999. I remember the millennium 20 years ago. I was 12. You were three. <laughs> Don't remember that. Do you remember the end of the 2000s? Do you remember 2009? When you would have been 13? Yeah, I would have been in the middle of grade eight. Yep. That's cool. All got. <laughs> awesome. All right. Do you, do you remember both of them? The millennium? Yeah, I remember that. Where were you for the millennium? Uh, we went out on our in our dinghy, actually, oh. on the river. Yeah, and watched the fireworks. Fancy and pants. Yeah. And I remember Lucy and I got to have a glass of wine, which was pretty cool. I, I was in Coles Bay. There was a ha- large house party that the somebody put on with a local band, and they invited everyone in the town, and um, mm. that was my millennium. I was 12 years old. So in 2009, I would have probably just been watching the fireworks in Hobart somewhere. So... I'm, I'm disappointed there's been no one walking along the track. We're usually saying Happy New Year to people. We haven't seen anyone. We haven't seen anyone. It's very dark tonight. Mallory's so. scaring them off. Yep. I must smell. Yeah, apparently. Well, it's, um, right now it's 11 o'clock when we're recording this. It's already New Year's Eve in New Zealand. Our, in New Year's Day. Well, that too. I mean, it's a new year. Yeah. What did I say? You said it's New Year's Eve. It's New Year's Eve for us. Well, it's technically Eve still, but... 
Well, Shut up, all right? I know what I'm talking about. Um, for the brink, we've had a good decade. You came on board, Samuel. I appreciate your... Mm-hmm. What was your brink highlight? You got to drive Max Walker. That's surely your highlight. That was a big deal, yeah. That one sticks out. The 300th show always sticks out. Mm-hmm. That would be... That That was that was massive. That was a big deal. That was a great, that was a great time. All our 100th anniversary shows are a lot of fun, I have to be honest. Yeah, I think... Um, Oh yeah, all the cricket passes going on to the cricket doing that stuff. That yep. was cool. Um, um, yeah, things like the supercars, the F one. But I think the highlight, the highlight was going to the paddock at the at the Grand Prix. Well, you and yeah. I mean, I, I remember I remember two thousand and twelve when you got your national pass for Australia for the first time. You were very excited. I was very happy with that. Very, very happy. And, of course, I was down because, like, two years prior to that, I got my full accreditation for Australia, and every year it was a bit of a downer. But, um, no, getting that back again for 2013 was pretty exciting and kind of actually knowing what I could do with it because 2010 I was a deer in the headlights. Like, I didn't know the extent of what I could do. And so, you know, basically I interviewed Schumacher and Button twice, and that was kind of what I did. Whereas, yeah, Malaysia, we, you know, we had one-on-ones with the catering boys. We interviewed mm. Vettel very, you know, one-on-one. We interviewed Raikkonen. Yeah. Um, we had the whole multi-21 incident that was uh, surreal being in that it press was. conference afterwards and not knowing everything, but um, bumping into Alonso coming out of the media centre when he's just standing there, you fucking prick, <laughs> um, taking a piss next to James Allen. That was good. That was that was definitely a highlight. I was thinking about that early actually when I was going to the toilet. Yeah. Chasing after him in Australia when we were waiting waiting there. I'm like, oh my god, that's James Allen. I'm gonna run after him, see if he yeah. wants to do an interview in Malaysia next that was, week. That was good. That we was interview, good. interview was good into him and Peter Windsor. Peter Windsor, yeah, they were both good. Very good, Ben. Yeah. I'll have to take a listen to those again soon. Yeah, no, good times. Mallory, who did you prefer out of our interviews between oh. Peter Windsor and James Allen? James Allen. Correct answer. Yes, and you, you had the conversation with um, our man Ted. He went to Mona the week before. Ted, you know Ted Kravitz. We watched the Formula One coverage. Yes. The pit reporter guy. Yes. So, Sam, we were leaving one of the press conferences in Malaysia, and uh, we had a bit of a chat with Ted Kravitz, and Sam had been watching one of his coverages, and he was talking about how we went to Tasmania beforehand, and you talked to him about how we went to Mona, and he was very nice. That's right. He said it had been raining. He said he went to Wineglass Bay, and it rained the whole time. Oh, Ted. I know. Yes. I know. It's been a fun decade, hasn't it? It has. These have been the glory days. They have. Do you think you'll be uh, talking to me in 10 years' time, still on the brink? Do you think this podcast will still be going and we'll be uh, plugging along? Well, 10 years' time, it'll be uh, twenty. It'll be 2029. Mm. Golly, 2029. Flying cars. Yeah, going into 2030. I'll be 44. God, I'll be 42. 42. Shut up. Mallory will be 33. <laughs> Mallory will only be one year older than I am right now. She'll be younger than you still than you are right yeah. now. Yeah, wow, in 10 years' time, yeah. You might have a couple of whippersnappers. Well, at least, maybe just one, not two. We don't need two. What? Nah, nah, it needs to have a friend. I agree. Oh, God, I didn't. This is coming from someone over here who doesn't even want children. Now she wants two. Wow, that escalated quickly. Um, we'll have a couple of cats. Yes. Stiggy will have a friend. Stiggy will have a friend. will have a friend. I mean, it'd be nice to have at least one child by the time I'm 42, but we'll have to wait and see. Rich and famous and living in Canada somewhere. So, yep. Yeah. And what do you want to be in 10 years? What do I want to be? Yes. Oh, I reckon I'll still be here. Do you reckon you'll be uh, same job, same place? 
No, I won't be in the same job. I'll, I reckon I'll be working for a council somewhere. I reckon you'll be the Premier. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Imagine you being the Premier, getting up, all of you get stuffed. Hopefully I'll be in some cushy management job in a council somewhere. That's what I hope. All right, yeah, uh, I can see it. Hillary would be, what, 18 by then? Oh, uh, golly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. She will be, yeah. She might be a grandfather. 10 years. <laughs> yeah, she'll be 18. And Hazel would be oh, 13. Yeah, they will. Wow. Yeah, Hillary will probably be on the verge of going to university. Crazy Yay. stuff. All right, well, now that we're scared, everyone, with our conversations of where we'll be in 10 years, um, happy new year to you, Sam. It's been a pleasure enjoying this evening and a couple of days since our little trip back, so thank you. Oh, well, thank you very much, Ben. Thanks for having me on again. I'm sure we'll try and chat to you before Melbourne in March, so... Very good. Looking forward to that. Can't wait. And Mallory, you'll be on the show very in a few minutes to wrap it up in a few seconds, so... Woo! Go us. This whole episode has been about bringing together random little segments and stuff whilst we've been away and everything. We've actually been back now for about a week, and... One person we've teased and she's already had experience this week, at least on one form of radio, is Mallory's mother. Her name is Veronica and she's with us now on the brink. Hello, Veronica. Hey, Ben. (laughs) How are you? (laughs) That was very, hey, Ben. (laughs) I am good. I like New Zealand. (laughs) That's the segment, guys. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Brought to you by the New Zealand Tourism Agency. Um, what, we're sitting right now here having had dinner and we've opened up Christmas crackers with that. Mallory, quickly explain why we've opened these up. Because they've waited for mum for over a year? No, these are over a year old. We got yeah, them for our Christmas. For our Christmas for our, last year. Our oh. only Christmas in New Zealand, yeah. <laughs> We had three left, and I think we said we'll keep them and bring them to Australia with us next year because that's when we started planning that next year we should go back home for Christmas, and here we are. Um, what is your favourite thing about New Zealand? We're going to talk probably more over the weekend, but I just thought I'd ask you this now. I love that there's no spiders that want to bite and infect me with their toxins or crocodiles that are going to eat me or... Whatever, all those poisonous and crazy things that want to kill me in Australia. There's none of those. There, there is a slight risk of earthquake and volcanoes in this country, though. At least, at least you can see spiders and crocodiles. I mean, we could literally die right now recording this. It could happen in the next now. But that's okay, because I'm already used to living on a fault line. Right. That's true. Mallory. Old um, hat, Ben. Old hat. Old hat. Uh, are you calling yourself an old hat? or? No, no. It's old hat that I'm already used to. Are you wearing a buff? I'm wearing a buff, a real buff, just like the survivor survivor buffs. What buff is that one? Is that Scott? What's on that? This is a buff from when I went to India a few years ago with um, kindness and action. It was a it was a volunteer dental clinic that I went on. Oh, I remember telling you yeah. what you did, yeah. and it is actually by buff. And it's got See? the world on it. Wherever it is, it's actually not the world. It's an eye. Oh, but it's oh, but it's got oh, and then it but it does have the world in behind right. it, right? It does. There's a map of the world. That's really cool. In the eye. Does it have Tasmania on it? Oh well, that's a good question. Let's have a look. Uh, I don't even think it's got Australia on it. <laughs> I don't think so either. <laughs> it's got Africa. It's got South America. That's that, that weird would be view. The 
Well, that's because your view of the world is that's how you look at a world map, right? It is how we Whereas if you ever, if you saw the map that was on the wall of my, uh, in our house in Hobart, the way Australians have our map is we have the map, Australia's in the centre. So, like, North America's on the right. So, like, you've obviously got a different view of that. Interesting. Mallory, how's it been having your mother back? Good. Good? Good. That's good? Have you... Wow, is that all you can say about having me here? Good. Good. That's it? This is about as much as she talks on the brink each week because literally we get to a Sunday. I say, oh, I've got to record. You think she's phoning. She thinks she phones it in on the radio, right? She's live. She's got no choice. This is literally just sitting there. But having your mom here is different and really you must feel better than just good or else I'm already getting on your case. It's been wonderful. How is your last few weeks been in general because i mean you've been eating bad you've been um i love my mom so much it's so great to have her here i miss her blah 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 i just actually want to add before you answer that when i i remember back in our radio days on the brink that when i first had my mum on i'm like oh what's this gonna be like you know whatever and she became one of our most regular guests whenever she had the morning or she'd come in and she was great it was fantastic so speak piley of your mother I do speak highly of my mother. I cried when I saw my mother at the airport. Like, there's she nothing more. She wished that I wasn't. She's like, oh, no, mum's here. Oh, I'm going to be on my best behavior. Oh, I've got to do all this sort of stuff that she thinks I don't do. And Actually, she has been on her best behavior because she was doing dishes all the time when we were in Tassie, you know. And I haven't since we got home, though. That's true, because Ben's been doing the dishes, and me, actually, Ben and I. But, but, but do you notice that, like, I didn't necessarily do a lot when I was in Tassie, because, okay, when I lived with Dad, I would, because Dad wouldn't do them. So I liked doing the dishes, and I would take the recycling out. But I think I was just on my, the same mantra you're on right now. When I was there, I'm like, I'm on holiday. I ain't doing this. So that's kind of like your thing, right? Uh, not really. Mal and I were doing the dishes at your dad's place, but actually he would try to kick us out of the kitchen <laughs> and I would just ignore him or else I would just do them actually before he even came into the kitchen so that he just didn't see me doing them. I love my father, but it wouldn't surprise me if there are still dirty dishes in that sink from when we left last Wednesday <laughs> right now. So um, that's just my dad. But that's actually the recycle is the one that annoyed me the most when I lived there because, yeah, but anyway. Um your dad's a good guy. He was so great. He was just a, a great host, and, and he's funny. He's very funny. See where I get it from? I appreciate your dad. Do you appreciate my dad? I do. <laughs> uh, what's better, New Zealand or Tasmania? Quick answer, go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ben. Oh, get out of this house. Why? why? What's you. better about New Zealand? I told you. Besides the animals. Because we have Tassie devils and wallabies and actual real animals, not just stupid birds and imported animals like porcupines or hedgehogs or whatever they are. Okay, I like, you know, seeing the wildlife in Australia. I really do. Um, but I just don't – yeah, it's, it's, it's the spiders. Have I ever told you that I like Alberta better than British Columbia? Actually, I probably do. Actually, well, I don't know. That's an unfair question. I've seen more of British Columbia than I've seen of Alberta. I've only seen Calgary. And Alberta has Edmonton in it. Touché. But I love Calgary. I like Calgary more than Vancouver, but I also do like Vancouver as a city. But you're from Victoria, so that doesn't really... Yeah, I don't really like Vancouver too much. I mean, Vancouver's okay to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. You know what's funny is that people ask about Vancouver, and I, I, it is my opinion that it is the cleanest city I have ever been to in my life. Maybe the couple of times I've been there, it's just been ridiculously clean, because that's not a popular opinion, is it? I can imagine coming from Victoria that Vancouver's not clean. 
uh, maybe the East End isn't clean. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry. Um, you know, Vancouver is a pretty clean city. I agree with you there. Uh, just, I never see rubbish. I never like it. Just it, it's for a city that size. To me, it doesn't seem dirty. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, it's just, I just that's my image of Vancouver. But Victoria is very clean. Mallory, what are you playing with there? You're bored of this conversation. I can see you just twiddling your thumbs. You've got a watch and you're playing with a ball or something. What would you like to add to this conversation? I like Tell me about the gardening. I like to, oh, the gardening is still not done, but we're pretending it is and it feels wonderful. So what have, what have you done for the last three days? Come on, Mal. Cleaned up. up after mom. Well, <laughs> okay, that doesn't sound very good. That sounds like I'm a slob. No, you were doing the hedge trimming and I was doing the trimming cleaning. And why would you not let her Wait, do the hedge hold trimming? On, hold on, Not just the hedges, all of the shrubs. And I mean, there were some massively <sighs> giant shrubs, like one, two, three giant <laughs> shrubs. I did those and all the little shrubs and the hedges. And it was fun. And you wouldn't let her trim because she thought she might die? <laughs> and you can't afford $10,000 to ship her body back to Canada? That is correct, Ben. Mal. That's all she cared about. Yeah, that is true. Plus, it was really fun. And so, honestly, if Mal did have medical insurance while she was here, I would not have let her use the hedge trimmers because it was just too much fun. But I do now completely understand why some people might fall into hedges and things that they're trimming when they're way up on a ladder because, you know, you don't really want to go down the ladder and move it. You just want to reach and get those branches that are just a little bit further into the hedge. I totally get it. I'm very impressed that two women your size were able to, you know, not fall in the cracks of the hedges or something like that or how you managed to hit your head on a garage door today and break it. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm very impressed. I'm just, I'm glad that um, I'm, I'm very appreciative of your, your work and that outside. Um, I actually was at work work. That's my excuse. <laughs> but my actual excuse is that I wouldn't have helped because I hate manual labor, like outdoor. Like dad would always get me to like during school holidays, come and help me paint. I'll pay you money. Oh, whatever. After two hours, I'm bored. I don't like, I, I'm so sore painting. How do you do this all day? I cleaned the house inside head to toe before you got here. That I, I would do that. Shower. I would do that all day. I would have done the shower, but I thought, well, give Mallory one thing to do. Um, you do need to do it at the bottom of the shower, by the way. I know. Yeah, yeah. No, it won't come off. Yeah, that, that stuff down the bottom yeah. one. I can't. I've scrubbed and scrubbed and scrubbed. Did I you don't. use bleach? We don't have any. Yeah, yeah. It, it just needs some bleach, and that'll come right out. Don't, don't give our real estate I agent more. I don't want more. to buy bleach, though. Okay, what about Lysol wipes with bleach? That'll work. Don't want to buy those. Okay, I will buy you some Lysol wipes with bleach, and I will clean that myself because, yes. Lysol, Lysol wipes, pri- proud sponsor of the brink. Um, there we go. <laughs> so give us some wipes, and we'll do it um, that way. Um, well, we're gonna we're going to Queenstown this weekend. At least the time of recording. So by the time everyone listens to this, you would we all would have you would be back in Canada by now. Um, but right now we will be going to Queenstown tomorrow. What do you know about Queenstown? Well, do you have expectations or anything? I know absolutely nothing about Queenstown. Spoiler alert, there's no queen there. Right. And it, it was a town once, I guess. I don't think you spoiled anything. Well, I, I don't know. Some people might come here and think, like, oh, there's a queen here. It's a town. But you get there and you're like, oh, well, technically it is false advertising. You're saying it's Queenstown. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Freddie Mercury could be there. He could not be dead and he could secretly be living. 
Mallory is so bored right now. <laughs> We're doing great. What's the matter? Nothing. Why are you bored? I'm just thinking about other things. Oh, shoot, the water. Yes. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to something more pressing. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> and already this one rolls her eyes. Mallory, how are you doing? So good. What, what's the problem right now? So excited to be here. Yes, I pressed record and she literally went, oh. The cat's trying to drink the alcohol. How did you find Queenstown? Uh, Queenstown was uh, busy, touristy. Yes, I liked Wanaka much better. Oh, sorry. What did you think about Glenorchy? Glenorchy was not in Australia. You went to Glenorchy in Hobart? Yes, I did. And I went to Glenorchy in New Zealand. You went to the metropolis that was Northgate and survived to tell the tale. (laughs) I did. We went to Northgate a couple of times, didn't we? Um, You're eating movie popcorn? Yes, I am. I love movie popcorn. What movie did you go and see tonight? None. (laughs) Is that a thing that people actually just go in and buy movie popcorn? Like, were they shocked when you just went in and got... I think it's just mum. Because I I didn't know that was a thing that people did. (laughs) I don't think it's a thing that people do either. So, but did you like just go in there and say, like, can I just have a large popcorn and then walk out? Or did they like look at you funny or go like, oh, but there's no movie on or something like that? Um, there was a movie on and I, I don't know, there was two old ladies getting stuff. So maybe she, they just thought that I came out of the movie theater and was buying popcorn. But then I went back, I went out the exit. <laughs> I think that it's different here, though, because a lot of people here get their tickets online. And you don't actually have to go to the counter at all to pick up your tickets or anything like that. And I think that that makes a bit of a difference here. That is a very valid point. Good point. Um, Veronica, you're leaving tomorrow. Give us your highlight of your... You've been here for like a month, haven't you? I have been here a month, yes. Um, Highlights. Highlights, highlights, highlights. Mallory crying at the airport. Come on. Oh, absolutely. Mallory crying at the airport. After you couldn't find us at the airport. Well, we knew where to go. We just didn't because I'd changed it. Yes. Um, highlights. Oh, falling off the mountain bike because there was like hairpin turns and then steep sides. And oh, my gosh, I am not a mountain biker. Um, oh, um, sitting in the, uh, what are they called? You know, thermal, mm-hmm. hot. Uh, it was like a river lake something like that and that was really really nice the water was so hot underneath the little waterfall area um being of course with mallory and ben that was a big highlight um pruning the hedges (laughs) and the bushes and trees with the, the electric uh hedge trimmers that 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 was you know power tools are very fun um, now, if it was gasoline-powered, it would have been even better, but no, that's okay. It was it, They were good. They worked well, and, and yeah, that was a lot of fun. And Mallory didn't even ask to use them. Is that true? No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Lots of, um, lots of highlights then. Um, and we won't see you then until whenever we move back to latest September, but hopefully earlier, maybe. I don't know. We might not see you straight away because, I don't know. Yes, you will because uh, no, I will have some up. little cat. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, but, well, thank you for joining us. Uh, how did you find being on the radio when on podcasting? Oh, that was lots of fun. 
<laughs> she sounded so sincere. Oh, I am being sincere. <laughs> All right, okay. Well, I'm not I mean, being sarcastic. I enjoyed it. It was lots of fun. I, I, I think the podcasting is a little bit more relaxed just because we can sit here and shove a microphone in your face while you're eating popcorn, whereas live on air you say that you're high and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I need to get that clip and isolate it and just play it constantly. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, Mallory, um, I might as well wrap this episode up now. We're here. Um, anything to add on our first episode back for 2020? Do you remember what our first recording part was? Do you remember sitting in the airport in Sydney? Uh, just before we did that Survivor episode <laughs> when we had to wait oh, to check yeah. in. yeah. That was a long time ago. I remember I literally listened back to that before I edited this and saying, like, we're not going to remember this in a couple of weeks. And um, your highlight of your little few weeks off, because you've got to go back to work this week. Seeing mum. And eating bad? Yeah. <laughs> She's eating popcorn right now. So. Uh, oh, what do you call those? Cones? Not chocolate dip cones. The ones that you get high. Chalk <laughs> There's another bit to add to that. I am I'm always high. What are those cones called? Listen <laughs> to her. She's come to New Zealand and she's become a pothead. Mallory, what have you done? <laughs> she's just crunching the popcorn. Are uh, those cones? The chalk chalk top. The things we got at Mackers. Those were awesome. Chalk top. Cones. Chalk yeah. top cones. All right. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe, and uh, leave us some feedback on, uh, what's it called? iTunes. Thank you. Um, Mallory, do we have Instagram? No. All right. No. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know the answer. Follow Mallory, Life of Mal. Follow me, Ben Water 62 Don't You don't have Instagram, do you? No. Sadly, no. Follow Stiggy at Stiggygram. And, yes, uh, shall we get your mum to say the closing, do you reckon? I think we should. Do you know the closing for the brink? Okay, so it's... This is the last ep... No, this this is the end of this session of the brink. <laughs> no, no podcast. I don't know. <laughs> wow, that's terrible. Um, <laughs> it's keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. Say, right? <laughs> keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. Oranges? What does Hobart have to do with oranges? Just say it. <laughs> and I'll explain as you off air. Ready? Okay, right, right, right. Okay. Keep sucking those oranges, Hobart, and good night. Woohoo!